Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 25 of The Sith List. I am your host, Raj Dolachahi, and soon you'll be hearing the sweet sounds of my co-host, Carlos Buarguayo, and even the deeper, sweeter sounds of our guest host, Haas Burkhart. Now, we did an episode last week with Haas, and we had such a great time, and he just dropped so much geekdom on us that we decided let's split this up into two episodes. So what you're hearing tonight is going to be the conclusion. And make sure you wait till the end, because there might be a little surprise. And also, the end is going to have some voicemails from all those winners out there. Enjoy it. I think we should hit the theme song. You ready? Hit it. on the Sith list. We have the man, the myth, the legend. He is the beard of knowledge, Mr. Hawes Burkhart. Uh, yo? Cinnabon reports that James Cameron will regain certain rights. Cinnabon? Cinnabon? Cinnabon. That's what I was about to say. He said they Cinnabon. They in the movie news game now? I could go for a motherfucking Cinnabon. Right, yeah, Cinnabon yeah. Right now. that shit up right now, yeah. What you guys heard about Avengers 3? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody smoking meth. Fucking cinema blend. Buddy Boo. We gotta <laughs> talk, man. Like, I know he was created maybe even before your parents were created with his elbows. <laughs> yes. yeah. you, <laughs> you gotta give my boy Spidey a chance. Yeah. Well, you know what? I was kind of thinking, you know, maybe I'll get a, a laser removal of just his head and put Boo's head on Spider Man's <laughs> That would be fantastic. <laughs> I wanted a Tata Grosso flexing on my back, but they said my back wasn't big enough. Little piece of trivia. I thought about getting a Johnny Grosso tattoo, but I'd never get a boner again if I did that. Maybe we could try to fucking contact the spirit of fucking Frank Oz. Well, Frank Oz is still alive. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably going to be there, buddy. Zip lift, yeah. motherfuckers. Look yes, him up. So Recognize. And now, the conclusion. All right, let's go to your favorite, DC. Bring it on. You love that shit. We got some uh, voicemails about the uh, Marvel, DC, and and I know Haas gets asked this a lot, and he, you know, Haas is a big Zack Snyder fan. He loves him <laughs> to death. We won't get into the Zack Snyder schmeels right now, but let's let's talk a little <laughs> let's talk a little Killing Joke because, as you know, I don't know if you, I'm sure you have. You have you read Killing Joke, Boo? I mean, yes. Boo and Haas. Yeah, no, I, I've read. I it, have yes. to. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Did you guys see the animated movie? I, I did. I haven't seen it yet. The ending was a little different. God damn it! Well, what are you waiting for? Kick the hell out of me and get your standing ovation. <laughs> the, what I expected. You know, it was for. Something I never thought we would see was like a rated R DC animated movie. Yeah, me too. I was shocked. Yeah. I got to say it was pretty impressive. 
I would I will watch those DC animated movies over one of their live action movies any day. Something <laughs> about those they just seem to get the they, fucking tone right. Yeah, they I don't do. know, man. They do. And they're not all great. That's no. that's to be but like uh, the Dark Knight, they did the two part Dark Knight mm-hmm. animated movies mm-hmm. that I thought they did a really good job with. And uh Killing Joke I thought was good. The beginning was weird. They definitely padded it to make it longer, you know. The beginning mm-hmm. was um, here's the weird thing. I watched it on a fire stick, which is, I don't know if you know what that is. It's like a modified thing where you can get everything. It's like an Amazon fire stick. And, oh yes, I do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll probably be in jail next week. Yeah, because yeah, I just yeah, put this yeah, out there. Already knocking at the door. Right. But I probably going to be watching split on one of those pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So I watched it. And then the first half hour I had to stop it, go back to see if I pressed the right yourself. thing because I, it wasn't, anything from the panel from the panels in the comic book and i was like yeah shit did i just get screwed by somebody putting the fake thing on <laughs> but then i well then you know i played it out part of that and and i think they did this with varying degrees of success in that animated movie is when you pick up the killing joke graphic novel there's some certain assumptions made that you know who batman is that you know who mm-hmm. Batgirl is you know her relationship to commissioner gordon and batman if someone's just picking up the movie, they want to spell that out a little more clearly. And I feel like that's what that first 30, 45 minutes of that movie did mm, okay. to yeah. varying discre- degrees of success. Some of it worked better than and than yeah. others. Yeah, hey, I, I still stuff. think it was fucking creepy. Spoiler alert, uh, boot that Batman and Batgirl bang. Oh. That fucking creeped me out. Yeah, yeah. That was very odd, man. It was like I was watching hentai or hentai or whatever they call it. it and was- then I went and <laughs> bought my lady a Batgirl costume and <laughs> punched me right in the nose. Uh, I did the opposite. I bought myself a Batgirl costume. You wanted, yeah, yeah. You wanted, yeah. I can't I can't dive, dive into things because, you know, Boo's my brother-in-law. Yes, so it's, yes. it's tough. Oh, yeah. Can I can I take a tangent real I feel Boo's pain, okay? Cuz oh. you guys were cra- in this this group of maniacs Facebook group message oh. that we're in. Oh. I wake up in the morning and, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart as a compliment when I say maniac. <laughs> yeah. I wake up every morning and I if I it's like trying to read fucking War and Peace if I want to go back <laughs> and see what everybody was talking about. It's a lot of I'm, shit. I'm missing in jokes. It took me two days to figure out what fucking ignite the purple was about, and <laughs> and, no, and I, y'all were I, cracking I jokes and, and uh, something to that effect. And you're like, "Hey, booze in this uh, message. We can't talk too much, buddy." One of my best friends is my brother-in-law. Oh. A guy, he's a guy named Goose. He's been on my show several oh, times. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard him. He's great. And several times I have been hanging out with Goose and his friends who don't know that I'm his brother-in-law. And that oh. one of them will proceed to say something about my sister, and Goose just cracks up every time because <laughs> yeah. it's it it's never fails to be inappropriate. I'm like, that's my sister. Come on now. <laughs> Boo just says, "I'm standing right here." Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, yeah, I'm, right, I'm here, right here, right, yeah. guys. I'm right here, guys. <laughs> yeah, so, no, you're right. No, that Twitter chat is a, it's a lot it of is, fun. Yeah, yeah, it is it's a nuts. lot of fun. So. We digressed a little bit, but the reason we brought up The Killing Joke was because Jared Leto teased out the cover on Twitter or Facebook, one of the two. I yeah, think it whatever. was Twitter. Oh, sorry. It was on Snapchat. Oh. One of the social media sure, giants. Whatever. It's all the same shit. Yeah, he Of course, out. Jared Leto would do it on Snap. Yeah, he didn't provide any context for why he was sharing the image, but he did put it up. He oh, also put crazy. up a, a necklace with a tooth on it that had silver lining on it. Nobody seems to know what the hell that's about. Hmm. But he put that up as well. 
But people are saying maybe the Ben Affleck movie is going to be Mm-mm. Killing Joke. I don't think it is. Or maybe Gotham City Sirens is going to have that kind of aspect to it. Right. Yeah, what do you think about a standalone Killing Joke Jared Leto film? I hate that idea with every fiber <laughs> in my being. <laughs> I hate, you go ahead. You hate that because you hate Jared Leto? I don't like Jared Leto as a person. <laughs> I don't like Jared Leto as an actor. I will fully admit he's been amazing and stuff. Like he he can't him as the Joker, not for me, guys. Okay. He's got a okay. fucking tattoo on his head that says damaged. <laughs> that is the most 4chan <laughs> Tumblr bullshit I have ever seen. He talks like a 1920s gangster. What do you say, see? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're he making didn't me feel that. Yeah. <laughs> People were all like, oh, we needed more Joker in that movie. And I was like, we needed a recasting session oh, in that movie. Oh, hot, I'm hot, telling yeah. you, I do, the, the DC Universe movie connected universe has not done it for me yet i think i've made that pretty clear yeah i and it it confounds me because with a movie like say batman versus superman you have some amazing puzzle pieces you have ben affleck as batman Mm -hmm. fucking great you have um jeremy irons as alfred perfect Perfect casting. yes perfect casting you have gal gadot as wonder woman amazing and somehow, look at, you, look at you being positive about Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Oz. Somehow, yeah. you still turn in that dog turd of a movie. <laughs> I knew it was going to go south. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but fucking Martha, fucking oh. Jolly Ranchers, Jesse Eisenberg, get the fuck out of town. <laughs> yeah, he was he was pretty bad in it. What do you think about Cavill as Superman? You know, I don't hate him. Don't love him. <laughs> He's just Superman. Black is my least favorite superhero. So wow. I'm I'm initially biased towards the character. It, it, Superman doesn't do, do it for me. It's like when you're a kid playing on the playground and you're like, all right, let's all be superheroes. I got super strength. And the other kid's like, ah, I shoot lasers out of my eyes, out of like Cyclops. And then there's always that one douche that's like, I can do everything. Fly, <laughs> blow, blow yeah. cold air and shoot fiery beams out of my <laughs> eyes. You can't be hurt by anything but magic fucking green crystals. He's like the perfect superhero. Yes. Doesn't do it for me. But Cavill, I think he does a respectable job. I don't have anything against him. The character itself just doesn't do it for me. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And you just didn't like the tone of the movie? You didn't like... We're going to jump into Batman vs. Superman. We're going to go back to uh, something other DC after this. But so just so everybody knows, Batman vs. Superman would just dog shit for you. Yes, and... Look, guys, I've heard y'all talk about this director's cut, and I'm not saying it's not a better movie. Just about anything would be a better movie than what they they put out in theaters, okay? But this is the thing. When you're dealing with a huge connected universe, director's cuts don't count to me. Like, you don't see Star Wars coming out and being like, here's the Force Awakens director's cut with 20 extra minutes because – What's canon? Is the theater release movie canon or is the director's cut canon? Mm-hmm. You That's know what true. I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And and to me, that is uh, a crutch to be like, no, you you put out the best version of the movie in the theater. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. in my opinion. Director's cut is fine. If you want to sit down and watch a longer one and you like it better, that's great. I'm happy for you. To me, it's just sort of a cop out to say, well, uh, 
okay, you didn't like the theatrical version, but man, that director's cut's real great. Mm. Yeah, you're right. It's it a may crutch. be great, mm. but it's it's kind of a cop out. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a crutch. That's for sure. I haven't seen it yet, and I haven't seen the Suicide Squad one, but everybody seems to say it's better. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are both are better. Yeah, and, yeah, and, but, yeah. But I, I would have to agree. The one they put in the theater is the one that they want you to see. So yeah, so that should be yes. the best one. Yeah, absolutely. This is a good segue because we're going to dive into Suicide Squad. And, and the reason we're diving into Suicide I, I thought we just killed the, the whole Suicide Squad thing because we talk about every fucking <laughs> every week. Every episode. But this something very interesting came out uh, this week. And I've never seen a director do this. So David Ayer, wrote a, a fan wrote him something. Mm. And he wrote back to this fan. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he wrote him this nice piece. It was like a heartfelt letter. And I'll read some of this to you. Actually, I'll read all of this to you because I've never seen a director do this yeah you touched yeah so well not even touched just like he knew he fucked up mm. and it's gonna you know david Ayer's gonna take my side on this boo oh, all the, you know, okay. since day one we've been oh, talking right. shit on this Please. so let me, let me tell you what he said he goes first he said thank you so much i know it's a controversial film i really tried to make something different with a look and voice of its own so this is about suicide squad right i took inspiration from the insanity of the original comics making a movie is a journey not a straight line i learned so much People want what they want, and everybody has a personal vision of how each character should look and walk and talk. If you set out to make a mass appeal movie, it's easy to to end up with vanilla. But I went for it, and I know Squad has its falls. Hell, the world knows it. (laughs) Nothing hurts me more than to pick up a newspaper and see a couple years of your blood, sweat, and tears ripped to shreds. The hate game is strong out here. The movie was widely successful commercially, and the world got introduced into some very cool characters in the DC universe. And that success is due to exactly to the wonder and power of DC, of its characters. Would I do a lot of things different? Yep, for sure. Mm. Wish I had a time machine, I'd make Joker the main villain and engineer a more grounded story. I have to take the good and the bad and learn from it. I love making movies and I love DC. I'm a high school dropout and used to paint houses for a living. I'm lucky to have the job I have. I have to give the characters the stories and plots they deserve next time. Mm. Real talk. And in parentheses. And no, there isn't a secret edit of the film with a bunch of Joker seeds hidden in a salt mine somewhere. <laughs> and that's end quote. So Eric comes out and pretty much says he fucked up. Yeah. Which most directors don't do. Mm-hmm. I've never heard it. Have you, Haas? I mean, not this soon after a release. Like, you, you will hear Kevin Smith is very famous oh, yeah. for tearing yeah. apart his movies a <laughs> yeah, couple years true. down the line. Yeah, that's so. one guy I forgot about. <laughs> but uh, this close to the movie coming out, yeah, that is that's pretty interesting. Hey, I would love to see a Suicide movie, a Suicide Squad movie with the Joker as the main villain if it wasn't Jared Leto playing oh. the Joker. <laughs> What'd you think about, I mean, this might get you in the hot waters of the internet, Ledger's Joker? I think Ledger's Joker was great. But okay. I that movie... If you take the reason that movie is so beloved is because of Lesnar's Joker, understandably. Yeah. It was a very like very clinical. I want to say clinical depiction of the Joker. You know what yes. I mean? Like from almost a psychologist standpoint. Uh-huh. And it, it it produced something really cool. But you take the Joker out of that movie or you have someone else play him. And that movie is sort of a by the numbers, almost like heist heat style movie. Mm. And um, I don't know, man. I I understand where people are coming from, where they want to see the more realistic superhero movies. But at the end of the day, 
I'm going to go to a comic book movie to have fun. Yeah. And you know what? Marvel movies, be they bad or good, I at least have fun the first time watching them. You know, there, it may be a few times later where I'm like, yes, Iron Man 2 was bad. Right. You know? Are you the type? I'm sorry. I, was, I just want to throw this in there. Are you no? the t- My buddy Les, uh, who's on the show, Les Gonzalez, he's a type that if he's a big X-Men fan, just like you are. Stickler. Right. Stickler. And if you're in a movie theater with them and they don't follow certain things, he gets really upset. And at the end of the day, I always tell him, listen, if what they took out and changed made it a better movie, I'm 100% for it. So be it. Yeah. So be it. Yeah. You know what? I sort of follow in the fall in the middle of that. If it is a change they make that is detrimental to the character as a whole, like if they make a change to the character that I feel like violates the essence of that character and changes who they are as the character that I grew up in love with that will bother me but little changes here and there and some other things don't necessarily it's it's a case-by-case basis with me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i said uh, the adamantium bullet in wolverine's head being what made him lose all those all his (laughs) memories that is a change that is just stupid like why Mm -hmm. even do that yeah that's right Um, there's no need for it Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i'm one of the it doesn't have to be by the book following these comic stories that I like so much. And I'm not one of those people that's, you know, going to get real upset if they change the race or gender of somebody by any means. If it's not, I know a guy that wears really baggy jeans that, that might have a problem with that. (laughs) Yeah. Really blue. Like almost jeans you'd see on a dad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Very father, father like, you know, those blue jeans that are almost, they're so blue. They're almost purple. (laughs) <laughs> those Jordash jeans that's right <laughs> and like at, sometimes acid wash have you seen those ones those oh yeah acid wash jeans yeah and he's got a lot of room and little scrunchies right in the crotch area <laughs> <laughs> there oh, might right. even be like elastic around the ankles of these jeans do you remember oh, those jeans yeah Raj? yeah oh, I, jeans I, I, I remember elastic. I used to peg my jeans. Do you remember pegging your jeans? Yeah, you remember what pegging jeans is. Who's was do. looking at me like crazy. You'd fold your jeans over and pull them up for no reason at all. It was awful. Like I have like a sixth grade graduation picture of me with pegged jeans and I look ridiculous. <laughs> but some people still wear that stuff and, and eat brownies and cookies or whatever they call those fucking things. Little Debbies. Little Debbie Downers. Little Debbies. Rebel Dad Jeans. Radio is brought to you in part by Debbie Downer. You're fucking shit. Where did you learn your trade? Whoever told you that you could work with men? We digress again. <laughs> All right. Now, there's some Green Lantern news. Oh, shit. All right. I know I'll, I come off as a guy that is only into Marvel. I would like to clarify that I love DC. I yeah, love no, DC. I, I love Batman. I love Green Lantern. I love The Flash. So there are elements of DC that I love. I just want a fun DC movie. I don't want this emo Zack Snyder. <laughs> Go ahead. Green Lantern news. My bad. <laughs> no. You see, you see, you see uh, Zack Snyder. And he and he just loses it. That's yeah. no, fine. No, I get it. The, the news out of The Wrap is reporting that WB has a shortlist already made for the Green Lantern Corps. Mm. And here it is. You ready for this? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Wrap is reporting. They have narrowed the list down to, drum roll, please. Johnny Gross is going to be very excited. Tom Cruise. No. Joel McHale. No. Bradley oh. Cooper. Yes. Okay. Army Hammer. Mm. Jake Gyllenhaal. Ooh. 
Okay. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. They're still thinking about Ryan Reynolds. Uh, uh, oh, really? Yeah. Remind me about Army Hammer. Army Hammer played I, in, in there uh, is an Lone Ranger. Bit about Army Hammer. Huh. Maybe this is what Boo was thinking about before this whole Zack Snyder debacle with DC. <laughs> George Miller, the director of Mad Max and uh, Fury Road and everything, was working on a Justice League movie that they uh. built all the sets for. They hired the entire <laughs> cast. Army Hammer, Arnie Hammer was hired to play Batman. He was no going to be Batman. Huh. They were like maybe a month or two from shooting and the writer's strike happened and the whole thing got, got canceled. Oh, but shit. it was really close to getting off the ground with uh, Arnie Hammer as Batman. So that's interesting to hear him maybe getting another shot at the uh, the DC world. Yeah, they asked him, actually, uh, what do you know about this? And he, in a pissed off tone, goes, first time I've heard about it. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. So, so yeah, he played the Lone Ranger in mm-hmm. The Lone Ranger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bum, bum, but Jake Gyllenhaal also. Tom Cruise was interesting when I saw that. Yeah. Don't like it. No, yeah, me neither. See, but with the only two that I do like, Bradley Cooper and Army Hammer, and it, Everybody else is kind of go away. Like Tom Cruise, I don't think he would stay uh, stay on long enough to build a franchise, which would scare me. Joe McHale, I don't think he would do a good job. I, well, I think Joe McHale would be kind of like that Ryan Reynolds jokester constantly. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then uh, was it Bradley Cooper would be the same thing? I don't think he'd stay on long enough to to stay. Jake Gyllenhaal, I just don't think he'd do a good job. And Ryan Reynolds, I don't think he can touch it ever again. And the, for the, it to be successful. Now, is this the one of the reasons why these DC movies? I mean, don't do well. They go for big actors. Well, big actors that are known instead of like randoms. Like, mm-hmm. let's just you know, no, no. Like, I mean, look, look, look at the Star like Wars that. franchise mm-hmm. with the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and even with Rogue One. Rogue That's One, right. yeah. yeah, they yeah. didn't go with anybody that well, was big. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think DC decided they wanted to chase that Avengers team up money a little too quickly. Way too fast. I think it's ridiculous that we're getting a Justice League movie before we get a Flash movie, before we get Ben Affleck in a solo Batman Or Wonder movie. Woman. Yeah. Or, well, well I actually, mean, we'll no, get Wonder, Wonder Woman's coming out Wonder first. Wonder Woman will be yeah. first, yeah. yeah. Okay. Which, which, to be fair, looks, looks pretty great. <laughs> I but said. Awesome, yeah. yeah. I, am, I am also here to remind you guys that Zack Snyder has a story credit on that movie, oh, so... Fuck. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe he's just doing, like, the, the shots and the blow-up scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, I agree. It looks really good. So, hopefully... That's what I said. I said the saving grace is Wonder Woman and Batfleck. Mm-hmm. Batfleck. Okay. Because I don't, I don't trust Justice League either. I Look... So you, you guys are familiar with the sort of story that broke after Batman versus Superman, where Ben Affleck was not happy with the reception of that movie and basically yeah. talked Warner Brothers into making him an executive producer on Justice League. So yes. Ben Affleck actually has some pull on this movie where before he was just an actor. I'm sure if Zack Snyder asked his opinion or I'm sure look, I'm sure Ben Affleck would at times you know offer it on his own. But. Yeah, I think that could. If I had to guess, there will not be another Zack Snyder directed DC movie. No, I think they won't let him. They won't. I think well, because you know, by the time Batman and Superman came out, they were already filming Justice League. I think 
Had there been some months in between that, then there would have been another director put in that chair. Oh, 100%. Oh, okay. They wouldn't have risked it. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, so, and I also think that because, you know, originally it was supposed to be sort of an Avengers 3 and 4 situation where they were doing them back to back. Like it was going to be Justice League. The first movie was going to be split into two movies, essentially. And they came out and said they're not doing that, that the first one is a con- self-contained movie. And I yeah. think that is why. Well, yeah, there you have it. There's your short list for uh, the Green Lantern. I think it's going to be good. They're going to do the, a buddy film. They say it's going to be the lethal weapon of the superhero films. Like I, I hope it's great. I, yeah, I me too. would love to see a great Green Lantern movie. You know, it could be almost sort of their Guardians of the Galaxy if they do it right. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah that's a yeah, good point. Totally. That's true. I, and I'm surprised that they're still looking at Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I, would, I, I wouldn't even mention uh, his name. I wonder about that. I wonder if maybe the guy writing the story was like, oh, I'm going to get the fucking <laughs> yeah. internet going today. I'm yeah. just going to throw Ryan in- Reynolds in on this. Light yeah. of fire, yeah. Those got mm. fucking guys from the rap. <laughs> yeah. Those fuckers. All right, let's dive into something that we, you know, th- we should start a segment, Haas, called Game of Thrones Boo yeah. or something like that. Because <laughs> yeah. Boo has finally started watching it. Yes. Before we get into some Game of Thrones news, I'm going to ask Boo where he's at on the show. All right. By the way, spoiler alert if you haven't been. I, th- I thought Boo was the only one that hasn't seen any episodes. But So if you don't want to know certain things, then mm-hmm. stop listening for now and come back in a couple minutes. Yes. All right. Boo, so where are you at? So I am season three, episode Whoa! two or three or something like that. Um, <laughs> what's her name? Uh, what's her name? Luscious Lips just got her army. Okay, she just got her army and then uh, killed all the slavers on that island. Right. And, Drakaris. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so she just got her army and now she's she's moving out with her army. And yeah, that, that was the end of the episode. So that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Uh, one quick question. Right. Though, right. where I'm watching it, there's no mm-hmm. subtitles. Were there subtitles for when she's speaking um, Dothraki? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I thought there was. Because I, yeah, because mm-hmm. there's some was shit. There a and pause? Like, I don't remember. Because there hasn't okay. been. Okay. There was none when when uh, when Aquaman was alive, and I was like, oh, okay. with Jason Momoa's character. Yeah. Uh, oh, then I think yeah, you're missing some subtitles yeah, I, there. I think there was subtitles. There's zero, and, and and when she's talking to the slavers before she kills them all, nothing. Oh yeah, there's subtitles, and, and there's some inspirational shit there, and I was like. What oh, hundred percent. There's the subtitles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, shit. <laughs> it, it's a great show. It, it is a great show. It, it, and you, you, when you described it to me the first time, it's all the shit that I would like, uh, compacted into one. You know, there's 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 sex. There's uh, violence. There's dragons. There's armies and shit like that. Yeah, what else you need? I know. Yeah. No. And it's a Brian great Cranston. Show. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that that would be awesome. Yeah. And and all the characters in it are fantastic. Everybody's okay. everybody's a great actor, but it's missing something for you as of right now. Um, epicness. I want. Um, oh, wait, 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 hold on. Game it, of Thrones is missing epicness as far as like large scale. Oh, battles. it'll happen. Okay, it'll happen. okay. See, now see, go ahead, Oz. Yeah, because it's just been like I've been like you know winter's coming this war is brewing i'm like fuck it let's do war come on <laughs> give me that shit i want some large bad yeah because you, it's you the young see, generation you, yeah, they you, just want instant gratification see, well you see her army i'm like fuck yeah it's gonna take her forever to get to actually fight somebody i'm like shit go ahead Haas. 
so you will get that. I, okay. Spoiler alert. You will get some pretty fucking epic battle. You didn't think the Battle of Blackwater that ended season two with the, right. the fucking green explosions and stuff with was Tyrion he, commanding Tyrion. the armies and stuff? That's pretty epic, my man. Oh, no, that was epic, but it wasn't big enough. I'm talking like large okay. scale, well, open field. Okay. Braveheart shit. Exactly. Braveheart shit. Yeah. You will get that now. What you got to do is cut it some slack because – the the thing about Game of Thrones is they progressive progressively get a bigger budget, you know. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I and, can see that from season to season, absolutely. Yes, and and they eventually get enough change in their pocket where they can do that sort of thing. Now it comes at the expense. In season five, there are some fucking boring episodes. Oh shit! Yeah, see, but, that's one thing I've liked is that I have not been bored yet. Where I'm just like, well, that was a you got episode. you got to push through it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. season five is, is in my opinion, their worst season. There are great parts. There's some really bad parts. Okay. And when season six started, I remember I was talking to my buddy Steve. Um, we were hanging outside of a bar, and he was like, I didn't like it. And I was like, me neither, man. Yeah. But then after that first episode in season six, mind-blowing territory after that point. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, okay. yes. Things that happened that you think would happen on season and- finales. Mm, yes happened okay. during every every okay. episode okay and, and, it, and you are for a gut-wrenching of an episode in the season you're in right now one yeah. of my yeah. most favorite and least favorite shows of tv episodes oh, of tv i almost stopped Edible. watching yeah, see, yeah. Oh. i almost stopped watching Haas. i said I, well, i'm done I, with this I bullshit read- I read the book before seeing it, and I literally threw the book across the room when that happened. Oh, and I was oh. like, fuck it. I'm done with this. And, Boo, you have no idea what we're talking about? Yeah, no, I see. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say, because I've heard him talk about this, where he's like, fuck this, fuck the show. I can't watch it anymore. I have not hit one of those moments yet. Yeah. Well, you're going to. Uh, like, the, the um, shit, like, uh, the most, like, epic, not epic, but gut-wrenching moments that got me, like, a physical reaction was Rob Stark when he first meets his, his wife, uh-huh. the, and she cuts off the guy's leg, and you you can hear the saw. Oh, yeah. I'm, my jaw dropped. And yeah. then when um, they cut off uh, Jamie's hand after he tries oh, to make okay. a deal, okay. I was like, oh, shit, call me totally Who's, your, who's your favorite character so far? Ooh. Um, Mine changes throughout the shows. Uh, right now it's somebody different, but... Ah, uh, fuck. Who's my favorite character? Hmm. Like, I was a big Star- Rob Stark fan. Still am. Mm. A big Rob Stark fan. Well, that's a tough question. I don't know. That's a very tough question. Favorite character? Tyrion? Probably have to be Tyrion, yeah. yeah. That's a lot yeah. of people's yeah. favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about yeah, you, Haas? He's amazing. He's amazing. Uh, Tyrion is great. I uh, with, am with you on Rob Stark. Jon Snow is great. He's That's the, the thing is there's you, what I love about Game of Thrones is I love when a movie can or a show can create characters that I love and characters that I hate as much as the characters <laughs> I love. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's great writing to me. Like it is. if I know he's probably not a bad person, but if I saw the fucker that plays uh, Joffrey just out and about, I might smack him, him in the face. <laughs> no, I we go we go harder than that in Birmingham, Alabama, my bud. We slap motherfuckers in the face, King Joffrey. Slap the taste out of his mouth. One word, and I hit you again. I'm telling mother. Go, tell her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, that's good. I have a sort of a a weird favorite character, and it's it's more to do with the books than the show because he hasn't played as much of a, a role in the show 
And I'll say his name. I don't know that Boo has gotten to him in the show yet, but his okay. character is Barrick Dondarrion. Oh, okay. I don't think so. No, no. he hasn't, I don't think. He, without giving too much away, he fights the Hound at one time, and there's a flaming sword involved. That's uh-huh. all I'll say. Yeah. Oh, awesome. is it the guy with the uh, the eye patch? Yes, that can come back to life. The, bro- the, the Brotherhood of Without Banners? Yes. The yes. leader guy, yeah, I just saw him. Yeah, I just saw him. Yeah, because because he, he challenges him to a uh, a duel by or was a judgment by combat or whatever they call yes, it. Yes. And he says you're going to fight me. Yeah, I just yep. met him. Yeah, he's a badass. Okay, I haven't, and, I haven't seen anything past that. He's he's not a huge player in the book. So when I say he's in the books more than the show, I'm not like saying that they took a whole lot out. But like it yeah. was because I you constantly when I'm reading and watching that show, I'm wanting more of the fantasy elements. Um, and those come slowly into the show. Cause like, you know, when you first start watching game of Thrones, it seems more of like sort of an alternate history instead of fantasy. And then all of a sudden there's baby dragons and shit. You know what <laughs> right, <I'm>, right. <laughs> it's not like you got Gandalf whipping magic around and shit, but <laughs> it definitely gets more mystical and fantasy as it goes on. And, and he's sort of one of the first really cool things that sucked me in, in the books that I really dug. So, what do you think about the whole? I mean, Boo's not going to know this, but oh, I, I know what? I can't even bring it up. I almost fucked something up. Oh shit! And I stopped myself. All right. Okay, good. <sighs> <laughs> All right. So here's some news out of Game of Thrones. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad, Boo, that you're watching and yes. you're enjoying it. You'll, it'll get a lot better. Okay, good. Uh, even though it is already amazing, mm-hmm. I, I, I challenge anybody to show me another show that can take so many characters and so many storylines. Oh. And bring oh it all God. into a one-hour episode, mm-hmm. <coughs> right? It's never, incredible. Never in history, I don't think I've seen a show like that, that, that does that. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good. Their writing is amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah. So those two showrunners, I think David Benioff, I think is his name, mm-hmm. and uh, DB mm-hmm. Weiss, surprise fans last year when they said that they had about thirteen hours left of Game of Thrones and they're going to end it. Ah. So yeah, yeah there's only two more seasons. Uh, that implied that HBO would only air 13 more episodes over the course of the next two seasons. We already know that season seven will hit HBO later, initially later than they normally did. They're only going to get seven episodes for next season. Mm, right? right. So everybody's wondering, so does that mean six episodes for the following year? But TV line found out that HBO is still waiting for the showrunners to decide how many episodes they're going to have for episode for season eight. So they haven't confirmed that it's only going to be six. Right. So we, we might get more. Huh. If I had to guess, this is what they'll do. It will only be six nights, but it'll be technically seven episodes because the final episode will be a two-hour two hour episode. Uh, you know gosh. what I'm saying? Little game, um, little, little Walking Dead style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, uh, I know there's a lot of people that are bummed, but I think if you sit down and look at it, you're talking probably a bigger budget per episode when you cut the order down by three. And you're also mm. talking, you're also talking tighter storylines. Like season six did a lot, in my opinion, to set up the end game of yes. Game of Thrones, and yes. we are going to be getting that payoff over the next two seasons. And yeah. I think we're probably going to be getting a lot of what a uh, Boo wants to see with some big ass oh, battles. Oh, I already oh, saw yeah. some some previews when I was in Europe. Yeah, that was some crazy shit. Yeah, and I haven't I haven't yeah. been able to find that anywhere here, like on mm. YouTube or anything. So I gotta look for that more. So that's that'd be great if we do get what we want, which I think we will. And, and here's a cool thing: the Independent UK reported that HBO representatives previously confirmed that a spinoff 
looks mm-hmm. extremely likely. Huh, well, how much money it's made and how big it is. Right. Uh, yeah. It's got to happen. And uh, Casey Blois, who is the president of programming, he came out on Entertainment Weekly and said that there's less pressure for them to do a prequel. Hmm. And uh, George R. R. Martin gives you areas in which to, to say to a writer, if you were going to do this, then go flesh it out and we'll see what comes back. But, it, but they don't feel any pressure that they must have something. So, But they're definitely thinking about a prequel. Hmm. And maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think about a prequel storyline? Maybe with Ned? Well, yeah, that could be cool. Stack. Yeah. There's, um, and by the way, Boo, you said it mm-hmm. last week, I believe, where you said that's a terrible name. It is. Boy, do I agree. Yeah. When my buddy Steve gave me the book before the first season started, and I started reading it, and I was like, he wants me to get into a book where the main character's fucking name is Ned? That's what <laughs> I said. I was like, book? I would have said, do not call me Ned. You call me Eddard. Eddard. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> there's actually sort of a prequel series out there in short story form um, called The Hedge Knight. Okay. And they actually did a graphic novel adaptation of it. And it's pretty good. It's not def- – obviously, it, they're short stories, so that it's not as complex and filled out as Game of Thrones. But I could see where they could maybe do something with that. I would love a um, – a show detailing the revolution that uh, Ed and oh, Robert that would be uh, amazing did because oh no they lost right no no they 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 defeated Daenerys's they uncle defeat, the crazy dad, oh, the, mad, the, dad, the mad king the mad king, the mad king. king. yeah yeah, yeah so I would king. love to see that as a prequel that would be an amazing prequel I think with a young Eddard and and um, <laughs> see him cheat on his him. wife. <clears throat> Can't oh, well. him. Like, uh, uh, move along, move along, yep, move along, move along. He's trying to get me to spoil yep, stuff. Yeah, you almost, you just did what I, you just said. Did just, I say something? You did say something. Uh-oh. Yes, yes. Uh-oh. Let's move. Well, let's move off of Game of Thrones before <laughs> yeah. we ruin it for you forever. <laughs> What's yeah. happening? Yeah. Let's go, let's wiener, move, wiener, let's wiener, move wiener. Something that you know little about, Haas, and that's the Star Wars universe. Oh, he knows nothing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He just he dabbles into yeah, it just a, a smidgen, bit. yeah, just a little bit. But there's not a lot to talk about other than Rogue One hit a billion. Jesus, we knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Well, we didn't we didn't know that was going to happen until at least two or three weeks after. But mm-hmm. but a billion dollars is unbelievable, you know. And it's funny to read the press and read these websites, and they always say, "Well, it didn't make two point seven or two point one." Oh my god! But come on, I'm people. sorry. I'm sorry. For yeah, fuck's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> made a billion dollars <laughs> without yeah. any of the original cast members mm-hmm. in it. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. So, yeah, and, for you. and you're talking so probably somewhere in the 200 to 250 budget after reshoots and everything for Rogue One. Yeah. And then they I've heard and, and I've heard this from Kevin Smith, not personally, but on his podcast that a movie spends about double its production budget in marketing. So you're looking at about Probably four to five hundred million dollars yeah. at the end of the day, and with marketing and production budget. But I mean, it, they've doubled that. So yeah, yeah. yeah five hundred dollar profits, pretty nice. Yeah. No, by no means is Disney or Lucasfilm bummed. And there's not. I'm telling you, there's not going to be another Star Wars movie for a long time that hits the Force Awakens type money. Episode no, eight's no. not going to do it. It'll do it's great. Not, no. Yeah, no, it, it'll make over it, a billion it'll dollars. It'll make a billion dollars, but yeah. you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. That was it's that just, was a movement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, 
and you know it's funny i i wonder if some of these like entertainment reporters just get tired of covering star wars so they like they get a little shitty about it at times where they're like oh (laughs) only a billion geez (laughs) well no i love that out i love when they put week two star wars made you know 250 Mm -hmm. million that's 37 percent decrease from the week before well fuck of course it's gonna be a decrease decrease. everybody else everybody already saw it they always have to say shit like Mm -hmm. that it's weird it's crazy i just want to remind everybody that in the same year that rogue one came out a movie was released that featured possibly the two biggest superheroes of all time yeah batman and superman and that didn't cross a billion. No, seven hundred and eighty million, right? Something like yeah. that. Look, I mean, am I, is that a failure? It's it was considered a failure in Warner Brothers' eyes. It but was. It, I mean, at the end of the day, it's seven hundred and whatever billion uh, million dollars a failure. I wouldn't say so. <laughs> I but. wouldn't say so Hell either. No. no. So there's that. And then the Han Solo movie has some news. Obviously, we know that Woody Harrelson's signed on to be Han Solo's mentor, uh, but he was at. Sundance Film Festival before the lights went out. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, somebody hacked them and the lights went out and the box mm-hmm. office went out. They had to close a couple of the screenings. That sucks. So yeah, so he was he was there for his premiere of the movie Wilson. And while he was sitting down with Variety, they had to ask him about the Star Wars movie. And they specifically asked if he would be playing Garrus Shrike. Is that how you pronounce his name? Uh, Shriek or Shriek? Shrike? Garrus Shriek. I don't know. I've never heard it pronounced. Uh, I, okay, I read the book it's from, but I've never heard it pronounced. You know. Okay, so he was. Uh, he was. They asked him specifically about that, and he kind of uh, was very vague. But the internet's gone apeshit over it. So, what do you think about this, Haas? So I watched the clip. He is not playing Garrus Sh- Shriek, guys. I know there's a lot of EU fans excited about the prospect, <laughs> but the person that asked the question says, "Are you playing?" Han Solo's mentor, Garrus Shriek. And then he's like, huh, what? And they said, are you playing Han Solo's mentor, Garrus Shriek? And he stops and he just says, yeah. And Woody, we have to ask you a Star Wars question. Um, can you confirm that it's Garrus Shriek? Or what can you tell us? Confirm what? That you're playing that, uh, the character of Garrus? Um, Don't do it. I'm hearing the phones of the lawyers at Star Wars <laughs> ringing. Think of Jeremy. Think of Jeremy. Yeah, I am. He's talking about the mentor part, guys. Yeah, exactly. Pablo Hidalgo came out and said, look what they asked them. That's all he put. Yes. And the other thing is, this is very similar to something that happened during the production of The Force Awakens. At Comic-Con... Someone asked Lawrence Kasdan, who helped write The Force Awakens, if Darth Plagueis was in the movie. Yep, I remember that. And and he was like, who? What? <laughs> you got to keep in mind, Han, the Han Solo movie is being written by Lawrence Kasdan and his son. Yes. These guys, I'm sorry, Star Wars fans that are fans of the EU, they don't know who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They no, haven't they read don't. every Star Wars book like my crazy ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. They're writing a movie. He's not playing that character. Yeah. If I if I'm wrong, I'll kiss Zack Snyder's nutsack. <laughs> That's a bold statement. Well, I would like to be there for that. Huh? Yeah, 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 that'd be a show. I'd like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll make a production of it. Those yeah. lights, a fog I, I machine. Agree. 
I agree with you. I, I agree with you, Haas. I think he if you watch the video, you, he looks like he's in a daze. He's stoned like he always is. Always. And, right. and people are talking while he's thinking. He just goes, yeah, I am. And then the internet went apeshit. That is your Star Wars news. There's not much to talk about. Rebels had a really good episode. But Ooh, fire. Well, you didn't like it? No, I said fire. Oh, I think you said liar. I think you called no, liar. No, no, shit. No, I was no. not lying. It was a good episode. Liar. No, it was really good. It was really good. It was very good. And there was a couple of shit episodes before it. Kind of, you know right? what? The I since they've come back from the break, I haven't hated an episode, and I can be a little hard on that show sometimes because I want it to be so good. It's me too. It's another one of those things where it's got the pieces to where it could be excellent, and sometimes how they execute those pieces. Mm. I, have a, I have a question for you. You being the yep. Star Wars beard of knowledge, as Johnny Grosso says. <laughs> Why doesn't Disney? Okay, mm-hmm. look, this franchise is bringing them billions of dollars, mm-hmm. right? The corporation right. is worth billions of dollars. I mean, one of the biggest corporations in the world. Why don't they fucking make a animated series along the lines of Voltron or along the lines of those DC movies that we were talking about earlier? Mm-hmm. Put it on Netflix for the demographics of 15 to 50, mm-hmm. right? And And just... I mean- and make it a fucking real animated series instead of and, – and keep Rebels. Keep Rebels mm-hmm. for what it is. Mm-hmm. I got no problems with that. I enjoy majority of those Rebels episodes. But get something on Netflix that people like us will, would be dying to watch mm-hmm. every single week. What do you think? You've got to give them time. I okay. think – I don't know if it will be necessarily animated. I think we will get what we're looking for. What you got to keep in mind is – Disney bought, you know, Lucasfilm from George Lucas in 2012, and three years later, we had a Star Wars movie. Yes. A year after that, we had the very first Star Wars spinoff movie. They're working at an incredibly crazy escalated pace. You know, episode eight, we're, we're sitting here less than a year from the next Star Wars movie. I think if you give them enough time, we will get these things. I think Rebels serves a purpose in that it's on Disney XD. It's aimed at a younger demographic who may not necessarily have experienced Star Wars, but they watch Disney XD. So they tune in. They see Star Wars. They're like, oh, this is cool, and then want to know more about it. Where old guys like you and I, Araj, are like, well, why aren't they doing the cool shit with the lightsabers? <laughs> Back in my day, you know. So That's I true. think I think we will get there. You got to remember, like, how long was it between? And then this is not the greatest analogy, but how long was it in between Iron Man and Agents of Shield? You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. It's it's going to take them a little while to get the machine going. And once it's going, we'll get more of that stuff. And I'm hoping that when we do, I think a live-action Star Wars show is an inevitability. It will happen sooner or later. And I know for a fact they're working on their next animated show. Yeah, I heard Uh, that. They haven't come out and said it, but Dave Filoni got a promotion Promotion, to head of Star Wars animation. They've hired new writers for a show that they specifically stated isn't Rebels. So there there's things in the works. I just hope that whatever comes next is a little more mature than than yeah, Rebels is at times. I do too. I agree 100%. 
Because when Rebels is great, it is really good. But when it, is. it when it's and it's, and it's bad, mature, it is almost embarrassingly bad to watch sometimes. In yes. my opinion, yes, I a hundred percent agree with you, man. There's some episodes where at the end you go, I can't believe they actually put this out. <laughs> you know, even the animation on some of the some of the scenes, I was like. The battle scenes yeah. in space are amazing. Mm-hmm. They're always amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I think, right. in my opinion. But like the personal one-on-one stuff, yeah. But we, we you know, we'll, we won't digress into that. And it's it's disappointing because if either of you are are familiar with the Clone Wars, like it started yeah. off in sort of this for me at least this rebel area where I was like, oh, I don't know about this man. Yeah, I but was like that. By like the middle of season two into season three, like it was can't miss for me they were doing they, there's times when the shots and the the sort of animation that they were doing in clone wars was on par with some of the star wars stuff those Darth oh, yeah. Maul arcs and oh, yeah, and the man. mandalorian arcs there's some cinematic quality shots in those and it's it's just a, a shame to see him sort of take a few steps back with rebels at times exactly and it, I, that's how i feel i feel the storyline has gone has, has has digressed in, in mm-hmm. where they had where they had Clone Wars where it was yeah exactly like you said it was mature it mm-hmm. was mature it might not have started off that way but it definitely ended that way so it definitely did a better job of towing the line between being for kids and also keeping yes. you know the older yes. crowd in, interested that's true that's true all right cool so this is what we're gonna do now we're almost dude, we've been on for a while Haas. this is like a right rec- I think our record was with Grasso but you're, we're pushing it which yeah, is yeah, great yeah, man we're going for you yeah this is my best. No no no, 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 no. What I'm no, saying is that this doesn't feel that way, which is great. But we're gonna do we're gonna do some voicemails in a second. But I, before we do that, I'm gonna do this flash round with you. So okay. I did this with Johnny. So I'm gonna give you questions. Some of these questions are the ones I gave Johnny, but I'm gonna see how this works for you. So I'm gonna give you two options, maybe three, and you have to pick one real quick. No thinking. Okay. First, First thing the, that pops in your exactly, head. Exactly. Quickly. Okay. So let's do it. This is Haas plays the flash round. It's time for the flash round. This is where we try to figure out what's in that big old noggin of yours. You ready? Good luck. All right, you ready, Haas? Yes, sir. All right, Jon Snow or Tyrion? Tyrion. Spider-Man, Deadpool? Spider-Man. Lockstock, Two Smoky Barrels, or Snatch? Snatch. It's a fucking caravan. <laughs> ben Affleck, Batman, or Christian Bale, Batman? Ben Affleck, Batman. Ooh, nice. Scorsese, Spielberg, or Tarantino? Spielberg. He-Man or Transformers? He-Man. Captain America or Iron Man? Cap. Iron Maiden or Old Metallica? Old Metallica every day. <laughs> ride the lightning, motherfucker! <laughs> Kill them all. Ride the lightning. I agree. De Niro or Pacino? Uh, Pacino. Dad Jeans or Mike Zero? Uh, kill them both in a bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Okay, last question. Favorite non-Star Wars movie? Big Trouble in Little China. Ooh, wow. going back. Kurt Russell. Oh, man. Nice, dude. Nice. All right, you played the uh, flash round. You did great. Thanks, buddy. Good for you. That was awesome. I love the uh, Iron Maiden on Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> we got to have a whole episode just talk about music, Haas, because we okay. like the same type of music, I believe. It sounds like it from our conversations. Yes, yes. We're big Tool fans. Big yes, old sir. Big metal fans. Yeah, big time. All right, so let's get into the voicemails and we'll end this biatch. So okay. There are some voicemails that are specifically for you, Haas, um, and us. But, oh, yeah. No, it's okay. So let's start with 
Brad Love. I love Brad Love. He and I are the founders of the Zack Snyder Suck Society. Yes, <laughs> and I and I think that this voicemail has a lot to do with that. Let's listen. Let to check it, it out. Hey guys, uh, it's Brad. Uh, I heard my boy Hawes is going to be on this week, and I imagine the topic of the DC Cinematic Universe will come up. And I have some thoughts for you guys. I want to try not to get in too much of a rant about that piece of garbage, Batman v Superman. But quickly, just in case anyone said something positive about it, I'd like to address what I believe is universally thought of as the best part of the movie. Uh, talking about that fight scene in the warehouse with Batman. You know, the one where he uh, fights a bunch of people in a fully lit room and gets shot multiple times, uh, one being point blank in the back of the head. That's, you know, that's what I love about Batman. He's not good at what he does, but, you know, his armor's good. And he likes to kill multiple people during the process. Oh, man, that's that's the worst. Anyway, to my question, uh, I've been trying to wrap my head around why these films are so horrible. Cringeworthy at best. The TV shows, which apparently are making Warner Brothers nearly a billion dollars between the four of them, they're they're also quickly di- declining in quality, and they've essentially turned into soap operas. On the other hand, like the animated stuff is always fairly good, and the comics right now the comics are better than they've been in years. If I'm not mistaken, I believe they're outselling Marvel at the moment. And me personally, I think I'm reading twelve or so ongoing series right now, which is more than I've ever read from DC. It seems like stuff that brings in more money for DC is the stuff that they're fucking up. Like, I don't know, maybe it's because the smaller stuff, the creators get more control? I don't know. I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts. I'm watching these trailers, Wonder Woman, Justice League, and the jokes aren't landing, and it just seems like they're going down the same path. I just, I just want a good movie, you know? You know, scratch that. I just want a movie that I'm not ashamed of being a DC fan. I want to be able to tell somebody. I want to be able to tell somebody that I like DC better than Marvel without them looking at me like I'm force feeding them Jolly Ranchers or killed their family. Like, yeah. In a perfect world, I want to be able to tell someone my cat's name is Lex. And I don't have to specify that I named him after the Lex from the comics and the animated stuff, not the one from the films. You know what? I'm getting hot. I'm, I'll talk to you guys later. Sorry for rambling. <laughs> <laughs> so that was oh, awesome, man. Brad, that I'm was telling, fantastic. Get out of my head, Brad. And and that it's interesting that he brings that up. I actually meant to bring that up. I haven't read a Marvel or a DC comic in a few years now. I gave up even on Spider-Man a few years back because they were doing stuff I just didn't like anymore. Um, but I'll still always love those classic storylines. But what from what I hear, the new DC Rebirth, which is like their, their newest sort of event they've been doing, mm-hmm. is great. I hear nothing but good things about it. Yeah, that's so, what the, the new head of DC that came in and did this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you know, I honestly really feel like the problem with the DC movies right now is Zack Snyder. Yeah, I, you just, I've, you just I really feel get like him that. out of there and it'll change everything up. And I think they're going for a, an 
for lack of a better term, an edgy tone to these movies where like they want to be seen as like, oh, well, we're we're not your dad superhero movies. We're the cool superhero movies. Uh They're the kids that were like in high school that you would be like, hey, kids, hey, guys, did you hear the new Metallica album? And they'd be like. Everybody likes Metallica. We don't like that. We yeah, used to like them, Metallica. but then everybody started liking them. You know what I mean? I used to listen to them before the Black Album. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And I think uh, DC is outselling Marvel comic-wise. And mm-hmm. They I, are. I, yeah, they are. They have, they have some good shit out there. But mm-hmm. what I think, like you said, is happening is uh, there's two things. I think one is Zack Snyder blowing things up and making his movies the way he wants to make them. But I also think that the studio is interfering again. Mm-hmm. That's things. that's another thing is what's interesting about the way Marvel or, or Disney does with Marvel and Lucasfilm is they trust their creators. They're there. Obviously, Disney is there if they think something needs adjusted Rogue One. But they're also <laughs> really hands off. And it's very apparent with Marvel, with Lucasfilm and with Pixar. Those three, they're part of Disney, but they're autonomous in their own way. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly. They so, let the artists to be artists, yeah. And and I think that's a big part of it, man. Like they're also going after interesting talent. I don't you know why Zack Snyder got the job is because Man of Steel did pretty well. And they were like, yeah. Well, we'll just go with him. Yep. If they had given that movie to a Ryan Johnson, can you imagine? You know what I'm saying? Not that he would. I don't even know that Ryan Johnson cares for comics or Batman or Superman. Yeah, but, he but if they had kill it, yeah. Think of how fun a fucking you guys were talking about him a James Gunn Batman versus Superman movie oh, would yeah. have been. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think they're missing a crucial element of fun. I'm fine with there being dark elements. I'm fine with there being edgy elements. But at the end of the day, it's dudes in tights fighting superhero <laughs> villains. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want yeah. it to be fun. Right. So I you think want to come out it. of there being entertained and and have like a sense of hope. As well. Yeah, and, and when I first watched Batman and Superman, like I was like, I'm down. Like, I don't know. There was nothing hopeful and fun. And right. and it, I don't see how Marvel can put out Civil War, which is not a short movie. No. But still make me feel like I just watched an hour and a half. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't oh, yeah. leave those movies being like, Jesus Christ, that no, was you, long. And you want more of it. Mm-hmm. You yeah, want it more. Yeah. You don't want it to end. It, it's. It's also a pacing issue, is what I'm trying to oh, say. Yeah, they need to, a pacing and editing issue. So yeah, that's the direction too. All right, Brad, thank you very much. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. And I love how sincere and heartfelt you are, especially yeah. about your cat. Yeah. <laughs> his dog. It's his dog. Was oh, his dog? Was his dog? Yeah. Oh, it was his yeah, dog. I'm right? sorry. I think he's no. Maybe it was his no, cat. I think it's I'm his pretty cat. sure it's his cat named Max. Yeah. Cat named I think Max. he's got a cat and a dog. We follow each other on Instagram, guys. I see his pets. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. I, 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 I think he's got a dog and a cat, so don't know. Hey, I <laughs> love Brad Love. And they probably both would have been better than Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> oh, put Brad's cat in the movie as Jesse Eisenberg, and I would have seen it more times than I saw The Force Awakens in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go into uh, dive into Calvin. Calvin has a short but sweet one. Mm. So let's go I love Calvin, too. This is Calvin's like a greatest hit for me. What's up, guys? It's Calvin. I heard Halls is going to be on the show, and that is awesome. I want to say congratulations for making it to the Making Star Wars Network. So you're in the big time now. It's awesome. My question is, I know Haas's, uh favorite superhero is Spider-Man, 
And Boo last week talked about how Spider-Man is overrated. So I think you guys should discuss that. And also, I want to know what from the comic books I'd like to see in Spider-Man Homecoming. All right, guys. Catch you later. Calvin's got such a cool little voice, right? He's like smooth (laughs) and like... (laughs) I loved it last week when he called in about uh, passengers. I think my buddy had a couple of drinks before he went to sleep. Yeah, he sure did. Just a couple. He emailed me me and he's like, I just want to let you know I had a couple of drinks before I uh, watched that movie. (laughs) Calvin... Calvin is a solid fucking dude, let yeah, me tell is. you. He's awesome. Um, He's awesome. All the winners so, out there are, you know? Oh, and without a doubt. Like, uh, so clearly, Boo and I had our words about Spider-Man. Yes, yes. Oh, um, you did. You did. And I, look, I love Spider-Man. He's my favorite. I'm never going to be this guy where you're like, hey, I don't like Star Wars. I'm not going to be the dude that's like, what? You don't yeah, like Star Wars? Your mind is blown. You're like, you're evil. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, oh, well, you should check it out. Or, oh, that sucks. You know, what do you like? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, like, they must not like ice cream either then. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Like Star Wars. They're all the good things. What the yeah. fuck? Boo and Araj, who are you guys' favorite mutants? If we're going Marvel, X-Men, mutants, who are your favorites? Ooh, go ahead, Boo. Ooh, no, no, no. Wow. Oh, shit. Mine is Iceman. Iceman is pretty cool. Uh, he, he, and he's pretty powerful. Iceman he, is he, fucking he, cool. He's an Omega level mutant. That's pretty awesome. Probably Colossus. I've always had a. Oh, had a ooh, good that's a good one. Colossus. I was going to say Colossus. Yeah. Though. How yeah. fucking great was he in Deadpool too? Oh, he was, oh, great. He was great. Yes, yes. I, 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 I loved how uh, not gentle, but kind of like honorable he tries to be, and then he, and then Deadpool's like, yeah, fuck that shit. This is what's when going the. <laughs> When the girl's boob pops out of her he's shirt, he's like, oh, like, oh, 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 my God. Like, they're yeah. in the middle of the shirt, of the fight, and he's like, hey, yeah. he's like, so good, so yeah. good. I always liked, I always loved Wolverine, too. Like, from the very yeah. first, from the very first issue, I, it was one of the first comic books I read. My buddy Les put me on to that one. The very first one where he's, he's actually like a short little dude, he's mm-hmm. in Canada, and he's just running around the mountains there, yeah. using the shit. But Costas is amazing, too. I understand you guys are kind of talking about Wolverine being a little played out last year or last week. And I get that. He definitely was in the nineties, but the whole reason I started even reading comics is because I saw Wolverine and I thought he had knives for fingers like Freddie. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, Oh, I got to watch that. I got to read this. I got to get into this. So no, the visually, uh, visually he's amazing. Yeah. He is. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> What would I? He, his other question was, "What would I like to see in Spider-Man and Homecoming from the comics?" Yes. The one thing I'll say that I'm a little bummed about with Spider-Man is I don't know that we're they're going to do the Green Goblin again because we've gotten him twice, technically three times, really, if you count uh, James Franco as the second Green Goblin in yeah. Spider-Man Three. Um, and he's my favorite. He and, and Venom are my favorite Spider-Man villains. I would love to see them do another pass at Vin- Venom because they totally screwed that up with uh, yeah, they did. Eric Foreman as the damn. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, uh, and the Vulture, who's the main villain in um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Homecoming, one of my least favorite Spider-Man villains. Right. Now, yeah, yeah, it looks but, like but they're looks doing a cool. Yeah, he's not an old bald guy with literal feathery wings. In That's this. what I was so, afraid of when I was when I heard mm, this vulture. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, it definitely doesn't look like that, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, and and that scene where like he's uh, being when Michael Keaton's like, I'll 
kill your family. I'll yeah. kill your friends. Like, I was like, all right, all right, Michael Keaton. Yeah. I got you. Um, that ain't so, Mr. Mom, Michael Keaton, bro. No. I don't think they'll do it. Obviously, they won't do it in Homecoming, but I'd really like to see them do another crack at um, uh, Venom. And I'd really, I'm still waiting for a great Green Goblin because done right, William Defoe as Green Goblin, amazing. Like performance wise, that costume, terrible. Mm, Once yeah, again, yeah. Yeah, power was awful. Power Rangers level shit. It was. You're right. He's, he's a great actor, but. When you can't take him seriously when he's wearing that shiny shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, running around with his weird fucking plastic surgery looking face, <laughs> running around town. And you know Donald Glover's in this Homecoming, and we don't really know who he is in it. Right? I think I think he's maybe playing like a teacher or something, or he's not. I don't. From what I understand, what I've read, he's not a huge role. Okay, so um. I would like love a to guidance see guidance counselor or something like that. Yeah, or or maybe a TA mm-hmm. or something. To, you know, <clears throat> um, I, there's just so much that I felt like they haven't done well in the movies they've done before. Gwen Stacy, I'm not a huge Emma Stone fan. I thought she did fine in that role, but well, I, I feel like Stone. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, that's cool, man. Yeah, uh, that's cool. <laughs> I feel like. Uh, they could have done the death of Emma, uh, of Gwen Stacy a lot better because in the comics, it it literally leads to Spider-Man pretty much killing the first Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. He doesn't he doesn't go out of his way to kill him, but it's it's one of those superhero things where it's like, hey, I, I, I'm not going to kill you with my own hands, but I'm also not going to stop something from killing you. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And um, he let it happen. And just uh, an amazing, amazing storyline in the comics. And, and they so, up a little bit. Yeah. And, and they, you know, I just hope they don't let the fact that these villains have been used before in their other movies preclude them from you, you doing them again. Because I think they would lose out on a lot of cool villains in the Spider-Man universe. Spider-Man universe has some of the coolest villains, villains that yeah. you can get. And they also some of the lamest, but... <laughs> yeah, some of the coolest looking villains as well. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. All right, let's go to uh, Patrick. Patrick. Is this Patrick Bonfrisco? It's definitely Patrick Bonfrisco. Damn. Yep. And it's, it's a like... short one, but it's pretty cool. I've heard of this one. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> Patrick, I was going to call today with some thoughts about Rebels. Some good, some bad. Damn, then I watched this weekend's episode and... How sick was that? So they get a pass this week. Hopefully they keep up that level of quality. And, oh, wait. Oh, shit. It's not on for two more weeks. What? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does suck, man. They're, it's going on hiatus until February 18th. It's it longer is. than two weeks. It is. I'm glad there was a good episode to end it. For, yeah. For the month, at least. You know? I love that episode, man. Like, I... My Star Wars dude is Boba Fett. He's my favorite. So yes, yes, it is. I remember you too. Anytime you're going to do Mandalorian backstory stuff, much less the backstory of a Mandalorian Jedi, that's my two favorite things: Mandalorians <laughs> and Jedi. So they, it's damn near like they took one of my fan fictions from when I was twelve and put it on screen with that. So yeah, they made they made that episode for you specifically. Yeah, I, I felt like it. All right, let's go to King Tom. Oh my God! Royalty, royalty. <laughs> he's he's embracing us two weeks in a row, which is unbelievable. So go ahead, King the, Tom. 
He got the royal scribe to record this shit for him. <laughs> Gentlemen, the king. Every single, I literally love every single one of these dudes that's called in. And I'm not just saying that because they called in. Like These are all dudes that I genuinely enjoy talking and, and communicating with. Such good dudes. Like yeah. That's what's great. Like I love having a Star Wars podcast. I started Blue Harvest because I'd been talking about doing a podcast for years. And finally just bought all the gear made my best friend sit down and we started talking about Star Wars, right? Right. The best thing that has come from that podcast is my Twitter account. I have met so many cool fans. We don't agree on everything, but nobody's a dick to each other. You know what that's I'm right. saying? Yeah, like, that's right. I fucking love it. Like, Boo doesn't like Spider-Man? I don't give a fuck. Look at all this <laughs> other cool stuff he likes that I like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, um, I... obscure characters. I've got a few. Oh. Uh, Moon Knight. Are you guys familiar with Moon Knight from the Marvel yes, Universe? Yes, yes. DC's so, or, uh, or no, what is Marvel's, it? Uh, Marvel's, Marvel's Batman. Batman. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he's legitimately insane, though. Like, yeah. Okay. If we all sat down and thought about Batman and Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne is a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. He's got issues. Oh, yeah. 
But Moon Knight is like a serial killer superhero. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. He thinks he talks to, and maybe he does, talks to an ancient Egyptian god that tells him to do all these things. Mm-hmm. His costume looks cool. His, I mean, and he, by the way, Book, completely right. He is a total Batman ripoff. Yes. He drives around in a Batwing-looking vehicle that looks yes. like a crescent moon. He throws <laughs> crescent moon ninja stars like... Mm-hmm. I don't care. I love him. Uh, <laughs> and great. then the other two would be mutant characters. One would be Sunfire. He is a Japanese mutant that whose uh, fire whose powers are not unlike the Human Torch. He's got fire <laughs> powers. He um, first came on my radar in Giant Size X Men number one mm. when Professor X recruits the new X Men class to go rescue the original X Men. You know, Iceman. Iceman, mm-hmm. Green Jay, Jean Grey, Beast, and all them. And that's when Wolverine gets it added to the the roster. He recruits Wolverine, Storm, um, Colossus, and this guy Sunfire, who is a Japanese mutant. His costume is badass. It looks like a, a traditional Japanese sort of dragon. That's oh, cool. Like it's, mm. it's like red leather and stuff. Really cool. They've done different iterations of him through the years. He doesn't pop up very very often, but yeah, when he I've does, never, I've never seen it. I gotta look mm-hmm. him up. Yeah, you gotta look him up. He's cool. And then finally uh, would be Nate Gray, the X Man. So earlier we were talking about Age of Apocalypse, mm-hmm. and yeah. in that alternate <laughs> universe that came up, you guys are familiar with Cable. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, Cable in this alternate universe wasn't known as Cable. He didn't have the techno organic virus that gave him the metal arm and the. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff. So he was full powered. Like that's the thing about uh, Cable is he would be one of the world's most powerful mutants, but he has to use his powers to constantly fight this techno organic virus that's in his body. Mm-hmm. Nate Gray didn't have this power, so he or didn't have that problem, so he was just balls out powerful. And when that uh, sort of big event <laughs> ended and it all went back to how it should be, somehow he crossed over into the regular marvel timeline and continued the story on for a few years and then they canceled the book and he hasn't really been seen from mm-hmm. seen or from since but really good stuff really good stuff that's amazing and cable is supposed to be in deadpool too right yeah yep. yeah mm-hmm. he's coming back well, that's great i only have one and it mine's so bad <laughs> it's so good because he's so bad it's frogman <laughs> you remember frogman i do Daredevil used to be the shit out of him all the time, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he wore a fucking well, frog outfit, and he leaped around a, like a little bitch. There's a crazy Batman villain called, like, the Magic Quilt or something like that. Wow. That, like, he's got this crazy, like, multicolored quilt costume. I don't know much about him, but... <laughs> Magic like, Quilt. There's some of these. It's it's always villains, it seems like, that are the real weird, obscure, yeah. and you're like, oh... The drugs were getting passed around the DC <laughs> office that day. I exactly. <laughs> fucking Frogman. Who would do Frogman? This is the worst fuzz- yeah. fucking idea. If you haven't seen him, go and look at the panels. They're awful. They're just awful. I like Squirrel Girl. <laughs> Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Man. I, did a, I dated a girl in high school. That was her nickname. <laughs> oh, really? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, Bill, your turn. Mine, mine would be, uh, uh, I guess he's obscure, uh, Molecule Man. He's a little, okay. a little older. I always thought that the idea of being able to warp reality and just change everything was just insane. I always thought that was an awesome thing. There are a few characters who can do it, but I always liked him. 
I don't know. I don't know why, but I I, I just always thought that 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 not that he was the best you know reality warper, but that. It, I don't know. He was just my favorite one. And like, something uh, about his costume is kind of retro, neat. Like exactly. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like Frank and Richards can warp reality, but he really doesn't do that much for me. But you know, Molecule Man yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right, so we're going to our last one. Ooh. Oh. And this is Richie from Boston, who earlier was trying to teach me how to do the Boston accent <laughs> via text, via Twitter. Oh. Yeah. Mm, that, that must have been <laughs> so. Sure. He, he was trying to teach me Tom Brady, mm. Tommy. Mm-hmm. So he said, Tom to Brady. Tom, yeah, I listened to myself say Tom Brady <laughs> on the last show. It's so bad. I was like, Tom Brady. I don't even know what Tom I was Brady. doing. Tom Brady. Tom <laughs> Brady. Yeah. But Tommy, Tommy Brady. Is that better? Uh, I'm yeah, getting better. That is better. I'm getting better. Man, I, I can't even try. I gave up trying all the time. <laughs> Tom Brady. No, I can't do it. So. Okay. okay, so Richie from Boston. Here we go. What's up, my Sith head brothers everywhere? This is your buddy, Richie. Hey, um, I got to talk again about this He-Man movie. And Carlos, I-, I realize, brother, it's it's not your bag. That's okay. You know, we're not all from the Power Rangers and Teletubbies generation. Oh. So I got to talk to my man, Araj, about this. Yes, sir. Um, you know, this He-Man movie, one of the things that I noticed... The second I mentioned it in my voicemail last week, Iraj and Dallas both fucking lit up like Christmas trees. I mean, you could hear it. <laughs> when you guys talked about Manny Faces and Ram Man, and then you think about some of the other characters like Too Bad and Cobra Khan and Man at Arms and Man Skeletor, at arms. all of a sudden, everybody from our generation starts to smile. If you're in your mid-30s to early 40s, you know what I'm talking about. And it's that type of thing that just puts a big shit-eating grin on your face because you're a kid again. And that's what makes that movie so fucking spot on. Number one, the nostalgia. People are going to go flock into this movie. Little boys from the 80s are going to go flock into this movie for the nostalgia. Number two, we got the fucking money, dude. You know, we're at that age where we're starting to make our money. We're starting to become a little bit more established. Our businesses are doing well if we own businesses. These are our earning years. And those earnings have to go somewhere. And if whoever makes this movie is going to get some of those earnings. And number three, (laughs) we've got children. And... We're at that age where our children are going to be the fucking prime target for action figures. So you make this movie, you make the action figures based off the movie, you do the reverse Masters of the Universe plan and make the action figures based off the movie, and we're going to buy them for ourselves and our kids, and our kids (laughs) are going to go flocking to it. Not to mention the fact that the cartoon was fucking ballin'. You know, when when we were kids, we were allowed to be little boys. And those He-Man characters let us be little boys. And not to mention the fact that we had fucking Tila and Evil Lynn and then fucking She-Ra and all the other ones later on who were strong female characters to boot. And nobody bitched about it either way. They just were. And Luke 
girls who loved yeah, him dude. had somebody to look up to. And you know something? I had a fucking Tila and an Evil Lynn action figure. They were fucking awesome. <laughs> so we're at the right age, right time, right place. Let's go. Let's fucking do this. He-Man me out, baby. And get me my fucking He-Man movie. <laughs> that was awesome. That was fantastic. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised there hasn't been a He-Man movie. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten fucking Transformers. We've gotten uh, G.I. Joe or yeesh. Um, We've gotten um, what else? Power Rangers, like, Mm -hmm. you know, he mentioned. Which, well, I don't know what everybody's (laughs) seeing in these previews, guys. I don't either. You're. Wait. I don't either, man. I, I'm, but, I'm interested. I, I, I am interested. It doesn't look okay. great, but I am interested. And yeah. Cranston's in it, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's, he uh, he's, he's Zordon, playing yeah. Zordon. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, it's not even from a story standpoint. Standpoint, It's the designs, man. Something about every single, like the Power Ranger suits look overly designed to me. The Zords look overly designed. Have you seen, have you guys seen the picture of Alpha? You know, the robot? Have you yeah, seen what I it saw looks it. like? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Terrible. Terrible. Goldar Terrible. is literally a giant being made out of gold. And they're like, oh, that's <laughs> a lot of gold. Whatever. It's ridiculous. But I, I never I, 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 I never liked Power Rangers because it's a fucking ripoff of Voltron. And, and yeah, it's, you know, it's a fucking can, oh, whatever. I can see that, but <laughs> I am not going to say I didn't like Power Rangers. I liked Power Rangers when it, I was probably too old to like Power Rangers. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, when they in, uh, uh, introduced Tommy, the Green Ranger, and he had the fucking magic uh, dagger that could summon uh-huh. the Dragon Zord from the sea, and then he <laughs> lost his power coin and he became the White Ranger. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, <laughs> but back to richie i i would be down with a a he-man in the right done right i almost think that they should give it the voltron uh treatment and give us a new netflix original animated series yeah and if that takes off maybe we'll talk about a movie you know what Mm. i mean but he-man's right talking it's 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 space fantasy because there's lasers and shit in he-man there sure is Mm -hmm. there sure is you're talking about a prince who's who's got a tiger for a best friend that transforms into battle cat that he rides around on and slays shit with his magic sword <laughs> wearing wearing a banana <laughs> hammock the whole time banana hammock. now look we got to talk about the costume this is one yeah. of those cases where like if the he-man trailer comes out and he's wearing like clothes i'm not gonna be like oh he should be showing a little more leg there buddy yeah. there's, there's <laughs> not enough dick we need more yeah. dick <laughs> That so, bulges. Uh, that bulges. Not right. <laughs> I honestly think any of these old things from Earth. I think there would. There's a cool thing you could do with Thundercats. I don't know about a movie. Yeah. But you know, a new animated series. So I I'm think down. there's. I, I actually looked up the Masters of Universe or He Man. There's nothing in talks. There's no production. Oh, there's that's no crazy. pre-production. I, I thought it was crazy, especially at this. Well, time. you know. What's what's crazy to me is just a few years back, and I, and I see these at conventions all the time, and they're super expensive. They went and did a retro line of the He-Man toys where they were like sort of 
re reproductions of the classic He-Man figures. Oh, that's awesome. Um, maybe with a little better quality, but they looked very similar to the old oh. ones. And man, they look great. Like seeing them made me excited. Well, the I, was, Chris, I, was, I was just going to say, Richie's thing, if they make the figures, I want them to look like the old figures. That The old figures were just so different than any other figure and, that has been out. In retrospect, they're goofy looking. But they, I don't give a fuck. But when you played they, with them when you were a kid, how cool were amazing. they? Amazing. Amazing. And, and the Christmas I got Castle Grayskull for Christmas, oh. I had to be young. I'm like four or five. I thought you, my parents might as well given me a real damn castle for Christmas. <laughs> That's how excited I was. Yeah, no, that Castle Grayskull was beautiful. Yeah, it was like the Falcon when you got the Millennium Falcon for the first time. When you oh opened it up God. and there was the fucking compartment that they hide in. <laughs> oh fucking god! <laughs> oh lord! But great, great, uh, great voicemail, Richie. Yes. Thank you so much, and thank you for your and, and congratulations on the Patriots today. Oh man! Looks like they're back in the fucking Super Bowl. Oh, did they win? Yeah, yeah. they killed it. Going to the Super Bowl for the ninth time. <laughs> I ate brunch, watched a horror movie, and and took a nap before uh, I got on the show with you guys. So uh, I am not up on the footballs. That's fine. Buddy. That's fine. Yeah. No worries. Uh, yeah. You didn't miss too much. Neither game was very exciting. B- Boo's favorite team won. Yeah, right. Oh, fuck, they we got, got demolished. Yeah. The Packers got wrecked. Oh, got really? Yeah, they got killed. Oh, man, my best buddy Steve is going to be so bummed. Yeah, fuck. They, they and, got, they, oh. you know, Alabama, his two teams are Alabama and Green oh, Bay. Oh, man. He's had a poor month. It's been a rough 2017 for my buddy <laughs> yeah. Steve so far. Oh, shit. Yeah, 2017 is a sports version of the deaths in 2016. Oh. For him, yeah. Thank you guys for all the voicemails. Yes. They were fantastic. Keep keep them coming. Hey, Hans, I got one more question before we wrap out. What what is your first memory of Star Wars? I I remember this so clearly. I uh, my parents owned two McDonald's when I was a kid, like okay. the two McDonald's in our town. So they were busy all the time, and my cousins used to babysit me, right? And I went over to my cousin's house and she was like, do you want to watch a really scary movie? But you can't tell your parents you saw it. And I was like, absolutely. And we watched. (laughs) I was four years old. We watched A Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one. Okay. And I was so into it. Of course, what's the first thing I did when I got home that night? Brooke let let me watch Nightmare on Elm Street, the scary movie. (laughs) I want to watch a scary movie tonight and I would not leave my dad alone. And he was like, all right, I got a scary movie for you. And he popped in A New Hope. It was taped off of CBS with commercials and everything still in it, right? right. And he, I guess he thought I would be scared of Darth Vader. But, you know, when you're four, I vaguely remember watching movies at real young age. And you don't really watch a movie like you're fucking bouncing off the wall and you stop and watch for a little bit here and there, you know? Yeah. It's, I vaguely, or uh, vividly rather, remember sitting there and watching front to back that entire movie, being so into it and immediately wanting to restart it when oh, it was that's, over. That's cool. And, that's, that's and, epic. And uh, I, I could tell you the couch I was sitting on. I could <laughs> tell you, like, it's so ingrained in my memory that, like, I was drinking milk out of a glass. <laughs> was it blue Who milk, does? Unfortunately not. <laughs> my, I remember my, my first memory was, I don't know how old I was. I could probably figure it out just by the year. But 
Uh, we walked up to this huge movie theater, and there was a line that stretched from, God, it looked like a mile long, especially when I was a kid. I mean, mm-hmm. it just went forever. My dad took me and my brother to the front of the line and asked the guy. I still remember this. My dad, God rest his soul, he fucking pulled the schmeal on this one. He went up to the guys in the very front of the line. It was a family. Went up to the, the mom and dad and said, hey, listen, my wife is in the hospital, which she was not. <laughs> and I, 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 yeah. And said, I need to get back to my wife because she's in the hospital, but I wanted to bring my kids for a break to see Return of the Jedi. Mm. Is there any way they can be with you in line while I go check up on my wife and I'll come right back? Mm-hmm. So they're like, absolutely, no wow. problem. So we sat there with this random stranger family, front of the line, got in, got to see Jedi. My dad shows up right before the movie starts, mm-hmm. sits with us. And that's it. Wow. And I was mind wow. blown. Yeah. Like, wow. You know, like I said, my dad worked or owned a McDonald's, right? He would take, he would get a, a McDonald's bag at the end of the night. And he would just stuff it full of cheeseburgers and hamburgers, oh, like the, nice. the most full bag of McDonald's you'd ever seen. And we, go, I re- vividly remember we were going to see Ghostbusters 2, right? And it yeah. had been out for a couple of weeks already, so it's not like it was crazy packed. And he went up to the thing, and he gave the dude, like, instead of paying money, my dad <laughs> gave this dude just handfuls of mcdonald's food and oh then we went in and ate the rest of the mcdonald's food <laughs> and sat there and watched uh ghostbusters too it was great that's awesome it was that's great. yours are going to be totally different what was your very first memory actually no it's not it's not totally different um what is it uh i remember i remember as a kid flipping through channels and it must have been it must have been one of the you know the the uh, the local channels you know CBS uh, ABC whichever one it was and they were showing um, Empire Strikes Back and I did not know what it was at the time but what I do remember is the fight between Luke and Darth Vader uh, in the, uh, the best ever in the uh, no 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 Cloud no, no, City. no the the room where they put Han Solo in the shit in the mid oh, the- into a chocolate bar. The uh, carbonite, carbonite carb- chamber. There you go, exactly yeah. in there. And I remember I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then you know, you see their lightsabers, like, "What the fuck is happening?" I yeah, I thought they were just like colorful <laughs> swords or something like that. But I wanted to see more, so that's that. That was my first. You, I, you I thought no it was idea. their dick rings, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I, yeah. I thought <laughs> with as young as Boo was, I thought he was about to say, "Well, you know, considering I was born two years after Blu-ray, the first time uh, I saw." <laughs> And he's like, I, I remember the quality was fantastic yeah, on Blu-ray. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, no. I'll tell you how old I, I. I remember I used to own laser discs of the movie. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I we never had a laser disc player. I definitely had. Uh, it was years before I had legitimate copies of Star Wars. They were taped off a of TV for a long time, <laughs> and then we went into like a little mom and pop video store. And they were going out of business, and I bought Empire and Jedi on like their oh. going out of business sale um, on VHS. Those were my first two legitimately owned Star Wars movies. Uh, do you know what I did? I have never. I don't think I've ever told anybody this. Uh, I I didn't have a VCR in my room when I was a kid. So what I did is I recorded A New Hope on a cassette player. I did that too. Yeah, right next to right next you to the television. To I would it. listen to it every night when I would sleep. Oh wow. That's pretty that. good. You did the same I thing? I I had a cassette with all three movies. Not right. on the same cassette, but one for each one. Just the yeah. audio and I'd listen to it like a damn 
audio play for that's first exactly something. what i would do that's exactly <laughs> what, and i listened to it every night when i slept <laughs> yeah and i yep. had automatic reverse so it reversed to yeah. the second side oh yeah those are the days those are the days you know, okay. you know what cassettes are boo i, I don't do. know if you know I what do. those are i do yeah kind of, kind of like a small vhs but no but no video it's just audio yes that's exactly right <laughs> man exactly when right. i got my first walkman Whew, oh, I thought like shit. I thought I was living in Star Wars. Like <laughs> I got I got a Walkman with um fucking Michael Jackson's Thriller and Bad on oh, cassette tape and shit. I thought I was the coolest dude that ever walked the earth. It was candy red. It was as big as a laptop. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to say two words. Pause. And you're going to okay. know what this is. Bass boost. Oh. Bass boost was <laughs> where it was at. I, I know for a fact now, every now and then I get this weird ringing in my ear. Bass <laughs> boost. Bass boost. That's from oh, bass boost. Shit. That's right. Bass boost. That's fantastic. All right, guys. I think this is uh, – we, we, you know what we might do, Haas? We might split this up into two episodes. I Fuck. Think, yeah, I think so. Hey, sorry, guys. Do what you got to do. Oh, no, oh, man. No, this no, is no, that was great. great, man. This is a great episode. But, Haas, where can people find you? I've, uh, I, you, I, I know where I can find you. Yeah. You can find me at Blue Harvest Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me every Thursday on Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for winners, and every Saturday on Blue Harvest. And those are both part of the Making Star Wars Podcast yes, Network. They, are. they sure are. And, and listen, people, you don't have to be into Star Wars per se to listen to either of them. Mm-hmm. Trust me. They're entertaining mm-hmm. all the way. It doesn't matter if it's about Star Wars or not. The, usually, 70% of the show isn't about Star Wars. <laughs> but, but they will make you laugh. It's informative. They're a great show. And I, I've said this when Johnny was on. That you, you said earlier the reason why you got on podcasting is to get you know, one of the reasons you heard making Star Wars podcasts. And he's like, well, fuck, mm-hmm. why don't I do it? I, exactly the same reason why we're doing it is mm-hmm. because of you guys yes. uh, from Rogue One Podcast and also Blue Harvest. We just, well, thanks, guys, guys. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. So so thank you for you know doing what you do because mm-hmm. you guys are well, top of the chain there. Thanks for having me on. I got to talk about some real nerdy shit I don't normally get to talk about on my shows. And I look forward to when Walking Dead comes back so you guys can oh, keep me in the loop. Yes. On nice that that's right. Doo doo ass show. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have you on. I know Johnny wants to come on to do a Game of Thrones. You guys both have to come on and talk a little Game of Thrones when it comes back okay. on. Yes, absolutely. Anytime you guys want me, I'll be available. Awesome, awesome, man. Thank you so much, guys. All right, guys. So that wraps up. This might be episode twenty-five. We might be sleep- yeah, uh, right. we might be splitting it up, but that wraps up the Sith list for this week. And thank you again, Haas. We really appreciate it. No problem. See you next week on The Sith List. Well, thanks for being so patient and hanging around. Just for that, you're going to get a little special treat right now. You're going to get a little joke. Now, this joke goes out to Haas Burkhart. This is a Spidey joke for you, Haas. Now, Peter Parker was done doing his old Spider-Man thing. He's done saving lives. He doesn't need it anymore. He's over it. So he decides to just get a regular Joe Schmo job. Problem is, he can't find one. So he ends up going to the unemployment agency. Gets in there. Guy at the unemployment agency goes, hey, what are you good at? Peter Parker looks at him and goes, well, I'm damn good at web designing. (laughs) 